Up that food, Jackson wants some. You know what's up? I love that song so much. It's my shit right now. Hello. Take two. This is our second time recording this. But you guys can see, niggas is dedicated because. Usually when we record, we would have been like, "Whoop, that's it, bro." (laughs) Oh, gotcha. We just gonna have to try this shit out next week. But here we are, dedicated podcasters, creators, black creators, doing what needs to be done for all five of y'all that listen to us. All five. Well, technically two. Well, technically two because me and Carter and May and Redacted. Redacted don't even be listening. Dead ass? <laughs> nah, I'm not even going to do it. Anyways, yes, two of y'all, because we play it at least one time, laugh at our own jokes. So thank you to all two of y'all that listen to us. But yes, welcome again back. It's been a couple weeks, okay? And I just came back from my little <clears throat> birthday drunken slumber to a brand new episode of the Fine Malt Liquor Podcast. With yours truly, Scandalous Mimi, a.k.a. Scandalous Thick Me, a.k.a. What does the CDC suggest I do with this fat ass puppy? I'm sure Jackson looking at you like with, she's a goddamn liar. Um, <laughs> alongside me is Kata. A.k.a. Hustle Harder Carter, a.k.a. Probably been blocked in stage by your daughter. AKA, wait, am I forgetting something? AKA, AKA, you said this This is exactly what happened the first time. I said it's your Carter, AKA has a harder Carter, Carter AKA, AKA problem blocked and saved by your daughter. That's it. There's no other AKA. Do you want to add another AKA onto that? No, I don't. Okay. Because then I'm just something else you've been to consistent. remember. Exactly. All right. So, yes, this is our second time taping this. Um, Someone did mention no. that. We should be called the Fine Technical Difficulties Podcast. Because um, we always be going through technical difficulties. We be trying, okay? And I tell y'all, doing this from the ground up is not easy. Wow, them I, niggas better actually have listened to like more than one episode for them to say that. I only bring my fine, thick-ass self. Carter does everything, you know, Carter records it, mixes it. I don't even yeah, know a lot how of, this thing works, but yeah, he be, be doing all that. Yeah, to be fair, a lot of the uh, a lot of the inconsistency lays on me. I just have to have No, don't say it. that. It's not on you. No, you, it's, gotta, you gotta one of two shit. It's not inconsistencies on you. We're literally learning how to use, what is this, Pro Tools? Mm. Yeah, whatever this is. I don't know what this is. But, like, it's a work in progress. All we need is a that thing where you know, I know what it's called, and I we literally talked about this yesterday. That's a red flag. That's in somebody's bio. Not to cut you off, a work in progress. Like that means that person is normally crazy as shit. That's crazy as hell because I actually used to have that in my bio that said work in progress, and I took that shit down because niggas was like, you're not a complete art, like a complete piece of work. No, nigga, I have fucking issues. By the way, 
someone said that I got, I, I feel offended when someone says I have issues. Like, you don't have to say it to me. I just it, want it, you to think I'm perfect. It depends on how, how it's said. Mm-hmm. We all got issues. It, it depends on how the person said it. Mm, how did they say it? You got issues? I don't know. He said, you got issues, I got issues. And I was just like, I don't really like how you said that I got issues. He said it in a party next door voice. You got issues. No. <laughs> I got issues. That's my shit, though. I'm not going to lie to you. But yes, we're going to hop right into it. By the way, I'm still unprepared. I mean, y'all didn't hear it because the first episode, you know, the computer crashed. But I'm still unprepared. But I have an idea of what we're talking about today. So bear with me, okay? We're going to hop right into mental health check-in. It's only been 17 weeks since we've recorded. Carter, how are you doing? I'm doing A-OK. I'm on the search for, since my uh, benefits finally uh, kicked in, and the nigga now has health insurance. Uh, clap, clap, clap. Looking for, um, looking for a new therapist, looking for a new place to go, you know, hoop at, you know, show off the skills. Now that I'm insured, you know, I can tear my Achilles and have it covered. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm back out here, but, uh, everything like has been fine. The only thing that has been weighing on me is just the honeymoon phase of my job is over. So now like I'm beginning slowly to turn into slowly turning from man, like this is awesome. This is great. I'm learning all this stuff. Like it's so new to, I'm sick and tired of y'all shit, bro. Like Mr. Niggas, like every week is slowly and slowly so close to emerging how long how long do you think the honeymoon phase is when it comes to a job like how long do you think it should be like so i think you just got this job like not too long no my my, like mine was like three months and i would say like it it, like so i've been in no form i've been in the job like for four months and i would say like the first three months like i was like to me like i was like pretty uh pretty excited about it it's not to say like i'm not excited about it now but like the allure like it's kind of like when you have like something new like when you get something new like a new toy or like just something new (laughs) i I wouldn't know (laughs) you said toy yep i know how it feels but relax i'm listening i'm i'm giving the the people examples but uh like that, like part of it, kind of like weighed off, like it kind of like worn off, and now it feels like all right, like I'm just, um, I'm at work. But you don't like hate it, hate it. It's just meh. No, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it, hate it. It's just I you think still like it, but it's I guess like. I think like I, I think like everybody kind of feels like it's just like eh, like it's a job. Like I kind of feel like how most people like you start a new job, you're feeling you know like you're filling it out and after. Yeah, and then after a while, you're kind of just like, eh. Like, now it's just like, eh. Like, it's still better than my last job. And you still can, you know, like, I mean, like, granted, you're still relatively new to the job and environment. You still feel like you can still learn things and branch off from there, right? Or have you, do you feel like you've no, hit I can still, that cap? No, no, I definitely feel like there's still, like, a lot of stuff to learn. So, ideally, I want to use it as a springboard to, like, find something else. Um, okay. Not bad. But outside of that. Everything's cool. Family, mentality, everything relationships. Good. No, no complaints. No complaints. No complaints. No complaints. You were complaining about other seats in the summer. Bruh, I went to go <laughs> sit in the car 
and like my like as soon as my my leg touched the seat that shit was like started sizzling and shit i'm like oh well my once God. it once the weather breaks you always you've been team short shorts so now we gonna get shorts that cover up no the oh you still i'm gonna like, suffer through it still gotta yeah. suffer through it you're gonna get like sunburn hey. back your thighs hey okay gotta do what you gotta do cardi said a hoe don't get cold i guess a hoe don't get hot either i mean if i don't wear these shirts who will valid point okay i respect it i mean i think so i've seen someone say skies out thighs out that's 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 my life that's my life's motto (laughs) not bad not bad now we swing it to you how are you doing man how how's you feeling tell me how you feeling me Mm -hmm. i'm cool all right so (laughs) look look at that just so before like it's not like okay so things aren't like terrible and they're not bad they're not great but they are good but i don't want to jinx it so i just say that they're okay but everything is okay over here i go back to therapy this week she decides to text me back because she um i need i need a flex bomb a flex bomb Hit the, hit the horn ring. Oh, please, no. She's back in therapy. I'm going to do the thing. Yes. One, one, big up, big up. I'm going to have a headache. Um, But, yeah, going back to therapy this week and. Oh, wait, where's my favorite one? Just planning out the rest of the. <laughs> planning out the rest of, like, my summer and stuff. Ooh, what's what's the what's the hot girl summer plans? Um, Where are you to, thought and bopping it? I'm going to DC in two weeks, and then I'm going to I think Miami next month, and then I think I'm going I'm going somewhere in August. I just don't remember. I have to look at my planner. Like a remote location? Mm, yeah, I wanted to do Puerto Rico. I'm I may I'm pushing to do Puerto Rico late August, early September because I was rushed and a little behind um trying to do it for like technically this week would be the week i'd be going to puerto rico but my problem i wasn't factoring in the fact that um in order for you to go there you need a negative pcr test that has to be done no no more than 72 hours prior and my whole point was okay if i go on vacation starting the 7th um i'll be good for the week but when I push the dates back so I can get the negative COVID test, like, by the time I get there, like, accommodations for, like, the resort jumped up to 150%. So my original dates for me to go, it cost me about, like, 700 like, 700 mm-hmm. But when I pushed it back, literally about two to three days, so that way if I get tested on a Monday, I can get my results the day of my flight, everything jumped up to, like, Sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Oh, they said we taxing niggas. So I was just like, yeah, it's okay, never mind. You know, I'll just go at a different date and I'll have more time to plan and figure out how to go about that. Hopefully by that time, like all they'll ask or require you require of you would be the vaccine, the vaccination cards. Um, that's what I'm kind of hoping. But like, I tell people all the time, if you're gonna travel, book your flight in the middle of the week, especially if you're going like. I guess overseas or like international, so that way you have enough time to get the COVID test and whatever. And then when you're le- when you're coming back, um, 
just get the COVID test done within a reasonable time frame because the U.S. won't let you back in if you don't have a negative result. Bro, I definitely want to uh, take a trip to somewhere at some point. I definitely just want to have my feet in the sand and watch niggas swim and just be like, that's wild. Like, fish have sex in air and there's sharks and jellyfish and you just out here just swimming like... But you, I told you, I'm going to teach you how to swim. I'm not going to teach you how to swim in, like, the ocean. I, I think the you. beach is not really meant for swimming. Like, you can't go that far out. And if a wave hits you, you're going to drown. And I don't know how to surf, so I wouldn't even have you go that far out into the water. But this will be the summer you will learn how to swim. I already told you. I think you're going to try to uh, murder me and take the podcast for your own so people can murder think you're funny. You. I am funny, though. You know that. So, speaking of mental I'm health, going we're going to right st- to our first time. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. That was a good segue before. Yes. So, yes. Because you was about to say a whole bunch of nuts. I really wasn't. I was actually going to throw in a nice joke in there. But, you know, you um tried to slander me for it before. So, I'm not going to say it again. So, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> We're going to segue into, speaking of mental health, after our mental health check-in. I'm stealing Carter's segue. Mm-hmm. We're going to slide right into our rundown, and we're going to start it off with Naomi Osaka um, pulling out of the pulling out of the French Open. Once again, showing that pulling out is the best method to take. My nigga, <laughs> I don't know if I fuck with the segue more or this. Okay, okay. Yes. Um. So just a brief breakdown as to what happened. So a couple of days before the French Open. Um, Naomi had posted a statement on Twitter saying, you know, that during the French Open, she's not going to do any. And she's even mentioned, she's like, look, she has like journalists and people in the media that she knows, that she's friends with, that she that have been friendly to her throughout her whole course of her career. However, she's going to decline doing any media whatsoever during the French Open. And I believe the first day of a match that she won. She declined to do media, and they fined her $15,000 and said that if she refused to do media going forward, they're going to remove her from the French Open altogether. And then she made the executive decision to withdraw completely. So She said, fuck y'all niggas, I'm out of here. And I, I really do respect her decision. Like, yeah, I no, think- she should. She should. That's exactly. She handled it the way that you were supposed like that you're supposed to handle it um you know you're not giving me what i need fine i'll take it upon myself to do what i need to do for myself and she should have never been placed in a decision like she should have never been placed in a situation where you know i have to choose to leave because you're going to force me to leave because of media obligations even though i said hey I'm just going to just going to decline. Like I would have been fine with them just finding her. Like if them just finding her and not forcing her to leave, like cool. Like I would have been I would have been fine with that. But the fact that to me, the organizers are pretty much throwing a hissy fit, just saying, "Well, if you're not going to do this, you know, you can get the fuck out." Essentially, so it's, it's, it's the equivalent of it's, like to me, that's the equivalent of shut up and dribble like that's basically what you're saying like we don't want to hear it you know go talk to the media and i get that we sign contracts i have a contractual obligation to do this there's no moral obligation and moral obligation and i don't oh like you know like i don't owe the media or, or the fans anything and i kind of feel as fans 
you know, like the fans and media, um, they feel entitled. Mm-hmm. They feel entitled, you know, to those things. And I get it's a symbiotic relationship. And I get, you know, fans want to want to hear from the athletes and without the fans and the media, like we don't have this product, like blah, 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 whatever. Like, I truly get it. But these athletes are also people like they're also people. Exactly. And sometimes people don't want to speak and people shouldn't be people shouldn't be forced to speak if you don't want to. And the fact that just people feel how grossly entitled people feel to it just rubs me the wrong way. And then that same media, you know, will go and trash them or, you know, this person's a spoiled sport. Uh, this person is, you know, isn't professional, isn't this, it isn't that. And they're a person. Like, sometimes you just don't want to speak. Whether I won or lost, whether I won something or whether, like, whether I lost, first of all, like, I didn't play something, like, for 48 minutes. I might be tired. <laughs> I might be hungry. I might just want to go home. Like, I don't necessarily want a camera in my fucking face. And that's just the reality. That's the reality of it. Like, put yourself, like, in that, not even put yourself in that position. Like, think about, like, shit, like, you don't want to do at your job. Like, meetings that you don't want to go to that you're obligated to go to. Like, meetings that you want to go to. Or just things you have to do at your job that you just, you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to do. If you need a break from your job, like, what do you have? You have PTO. It's no different from athletes. I kind of feel as though if you're not in the space to do it, then you shouldn't be forced to. And there needs to be some kind of change in the contracts as to where maybe, you know, you have three interviews that you can miss or you have the right to decline X amount of interviews or like however, you know, they decide to go. But um, just like the slander and stuff, she's been receiving too. Just, oh, well, she only worked 12 days, like out like 12 days out the year or she has x amount of money like how bad can life actually be number one just because i have a whole bunch of money it doesn't mean like everything you know was going you know everything is going right absolutely not i mean like, um, robin williams is a perfect example like he was a famous successful actor comedian and he took his life because he was dealing with his own mental health issues so it's the fact that people feel like celebrities or athletes are like they feel entitled to certain things like Kyrie was also an example that we discussed when um he chose not to play one night and they were like asking like are you okay like are you sick is there something going on in your family that's not there you just like no I just didn't want to play like it's okay for athletes and celebrities like they're people too guys so it's okay for them to take a day and y'all niggas done called out. I have millions of dollars. Doesn't mean that, like I, like okay, I get it. I think um, something that I want to be right about this because I, I believe Vanessa Bryant had mentioned like you know um, Kobe never took like a night off because he felt obligated for the fans that came out to see him. But you know that can also be taxing on someone as well. And the whole thing with Marshawn Lynch like a while back when. He literally was just showing up to media, um, whatever, media day or whatever. Yeah, so he, maybe. He's just like, I'm here, so I won't get fine. Like, some people, I just feel like I shouldn't <laughs> I shouldn't be obligated to speak to you, whether it's after a win or a loss. Like, I, I, these athletes, these people also need time to decompress 
and take in a win or take in a loss and for you to say, hey, after your loss, sit down, I can shove a camera or a microphone in your face, tell me how you feel or for someone who's never played in the game and you're just an analyst or you work for whoever, you're going to sit here and tell me about things that I did wrong or I didn't play well enough or critiquing me after I still haven't been able to process what the fuck just happened. Like, it is a bit fucking much. It is a lot. And then for people to kind of be like, well, you know, all you do is dribble a ball or throw a ball or whatever, or, you know, like whatever you do for a living, you know, it's not that hard or it's not that tough. Well, there's a reason why they're doing it on the level that they're doing it and they're getting paid and you're not. There's a reason why, like, you're saying this shit from your couch, from the futon in your mom's basement or, you know, wherever you're saying this shit from. Like, there's a reason why. Yeah, like your water bed. There's a reason why you're saying it from there. And they're not like there's a simple reason. So if it was that simple, everybody would be doing it. And I also think people have to understand they're also like under constant surveillance too. Like it's different. Like it's different. So like my I life is always public eye twenty four seven, and it's not even just what I do on the court, on the field, mm-hmm. or when I'm out. Like when I'm out as like my profession, whether I'm an athlete, celebrity, it's not that they're like. You're stalking me. You got paparazzi sitting outside my house. You got paparazzi sitting outside the restaurant that I'm going to. I can't even, like, enjoy time for myself. Like, literally, I can understand why people want to decline speaking to the media. Like, y'all niggas be in my fucking face every fucking day. Like, I can't take a day or no, and, like, and the fuck? And then on top of that is just, I have journalists, like, writing shit about me. There are... Uh, you know, TV channels dedicated to sports that are constantly talking about me. Like, you can't, you know, like, you can't escape it. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> niggas get, you know, niggas get tired. And not only that, you have the entirety of uh, social media as well, you know, that's draining too, that may be um, attacking you or saying shit. And I get, and I know people go, well, how could you ever be bullied or whatever? Like, it's just social media, like, you can delete it. Like, it, people are still, like, people are still human in nature. So, like, yes, you can delete it, but that shit always, like, it still finds a way to, to get to you or for you to hear, like, you know, hear about it. Um, and it's just funny after, it's just, it's just amazing. Like, the correlation between, well, you make this amount of money, so you don't have the right to complain about anything. Like, I never understood that. It's just, oh, like, you make, like, I, just hearing niggas, like, uh, that cover, like, hearing niggas like Stephen A. Smith and just, like, other people who are in the industry that coverage is like um you make you know x amount like this and that like you should be doing like this that and the third just when he was getting on uh Kyrie like for uh his absence and then I'm thinking to myself number one the amount of money that he makes is irrelevant number two I feel our generation has realized that the corporation doesn't care. The corporation doesn't care about you. Almost oh, definitely. So They're I have not. the same fucking attitude. Like I'm not going to sit here and like work myself to death, or you know, work myself to death or to the bone. Because the minute, and we see it all the time in sports, the minute I'm not useful to you anymore, or the minute you know something happens, you're ready to I'm to out of here. yeah, like I'm I'm damaged goods. <laughs> like you're ready to ship me out. You're ready to trade me. You're ready to release me and drop me. Like as soon as I'm not of use, you do that. Like you you do that. And then the media turns on you too, or you know he's a scrub, he's washed up, this, that, and the third. So yes, like their attitude now is like I'm going to take care of me because I've seen what the employer is going to do. They don't give a fuck. So 
I love that for us. us. I love the fact that we are starting to put ourselves first. And I, I mean, granted, I think previous generations were just like, I have to work. I have to go to work every single day. And I can understand that, you know, um, things were different back then and you have a family to take care of. But I love the fact that um, our generation, the younger generation, if you are able to do so, they take days off. You're able to take a mental health day or a sick day or whatever the case may be. I think that's like way more important. I'm not going to bust my ass especially if it's for like a company like if it's like a temporary company or a temporary job i'm not gonna sit here and bust my ass for fucking what to make you more money than i'm making and it's not beneficial to me it is fucking taxing and shit so i and i think that i'm like we're we're in solidarity with her because look i'll be taking mental health days i said i remember i took a day off and then people were bitching about it. And I'm just like, I think I'm allowed to take a day off for someone who hasn't like, I'm not someone who like randomly calls out. Like, and if I call out, it's because clearly I'm going through something. But like, if you really feel a way, that's your fucking problem. Like it has nothing to do with me. And that's going to say like, fuck that. Like if I want to, like, if you want to call, like if you need to call out, if you need to call out, then call out. I I don't have the hours. And that's the crazy part. Like, I have the hours to call. Out. I'm not calling out just the call. He did dick. Like it's PT. Like it's, it's PTO for a reason. There's a di- like there's a re- like there's a reason why PTO like I get these get these days. So if I don't feel like going to work or I'm sick of you niggas, I'm calling the fuck out. And if you niggas don't have PTO, find a better job. Basically, you know, like, but all jokes, you know, all jokes aside. I feel like this is what it is, and the people who are like the people who are bitching and griping at these people, one, they're not in positions in life that they want to be, so you know they're upset, or they kind of feel like, well, you know, if I have to, you know, go to work and I can't do this, you know, this, that, and the third, then you know, watch that person, and it sucks, but that's just the perk of that person being in that, you know, like that avenue of life. They just they can't afford to do that. Like you can't. Like it sucks, but that's just how you know shit plays out so i mean you can be upset you can be whatever you you know whatever you want to be but like in reality you shouldn't be like that's just the luxury that they're afforded and the thing that she said like i believe in her first statement she made she knew she was gonna get fined she's just like look i know i'm gonna get fined i'll pay them whatever hopefully the money that you're finding me for you're putting it towards some type of mental mental health awareness or issues or a certain group that advocates for that. She knew she was getting fined. It was a fact that they, I think how I looked at it as, is like they knew that she was going to, she knew she was going to get fined. So they looked at it as, okay, cool, we'll find her and we'll threaten to kick her out. Like it's going to make her go to like speak to the media. And she was just like, if that's how y'all feel, I will pull myself out. You know, I don't want to be the center of attention at the moment because you guys can get back to sports. And all they did was hurt their product because she's a big draw. So you're like you're potentially alienating one of the biggest stars that you have. Like that's what she, that's what you accomplished like doing this. So like it's a fucking debacle because tennis is already like a niche sport already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know like it like it it, it it just already is. And I kind of feel X you know younger acts like her. Um, they help bring in you know new blood to the fandom because. You know, she, the same thing, you know, with Serena and Venus, you know, she's identifiable. You know, she looks like us. So now I want to watch even more because there's representation, you know, there's representation there. Mm -hmm. And you're bringing in, you know, you're bringing in more people. 
So I'm looking at it as all you did was just alienated <laughs> one of your biggest draws. Like y'all like kind of fucked up. And that's their fucking loss. So. And I uh, and when this first happened, uh, I thought about that video of Serena where she had just won, and somebody asked her, you know, like why aren't you smiling? And she said, "It's one o'clock in the morning. I don't really want to be here right now." I don't really want to, you know, like, I really don't want to, you know, answer your questions. I just don't feel like doing it. Like, I'm hungry. Like, I'm tired. Like, I want to go home. I want to shower. Like, I want to lay in bed. Like, I don't feel like doing this. And at some point in time, like, there has to be a happy medium. And there, ha- there has to be a happy medium. There has to be a way for both parties to be, you know, like, somewhat happy. Like, there there has to be a better way. to. Compromise. There has to be a better way to do this. There has to be a compromise. So, even if it's the next, even if it's the next day, like, it's not that day, or just however it's structured, like, there has to be a better way. Like, it, there has to be a better way to do it. Because at the end of the day, that athlete is still a person, and they deserve to be treated as such. And I agree wholeheartedly. And shout out to the comment, actually, for uh, matching... Her matching her or matching her fine, and oh, yeah, actually, the at said yeah, they were yeah. gonna match her fine right. of fifteen thousand dollars, and I believe they're donating it, donating it to, um, Aurelius or something like that. But and I know that they're also offering to pay uh the fines for any other athletes that find themselves in the same um the same predicament. Let me yeah, what does it say? Okay, yes, the Calm app has. Oh, if y'all can see how she's struggling to read right now because she I ain't can, got her glasses. I can see it's my eye is itching. She like Charles Xavier trying Anywho, to. Uh, the Calm app. <laughs> the Calm app has announced it will pay the fine for players opting out of Grand Slam media appearances for mental health reasons. It also matched Naomi Osaka's fine and will match any future fines with fifteen thousand dollars donations to Laureus Sport. So, shout out to. I actually have that app. It has been beneficial in the past for me. So, yes. And fuck them tennis organizers. Oh yeah, fuck that please. I don't. Know. That's predominantly white anyway. You know, I don't care for that. But it's unfortunate that she had to, like, pull out <laughs> of the open for that. It's never unfortunate. I'm sorry for being childish, but yes. And on the same vein of mental health. Let's talk about Floyd about to beat the mental health. You think he won't beat him? Be it into depression or some shit? Look. That man. He about to beat him in the saying the N word. <laughs> that man is not. I just we we read up on it. It said it's not a win or a lose. It's no, just, so it's going. It's and it's actually going down tonight. It's fifty dollars. Number one, refuse to pay. I don't even think I went to look for a link because I feel like that's still paying too much to see this shit. It's paying so, too much attention to. I I totally forgot. Why did I think the fight was like in August or something? I did not know the fight was. I honestly forgot about it until. Like, I saw it pop up on my timeline. But um, it's an exhibition match. Uh, there's no headgear. They're using 10-ounce gloves. It's going to go eight rounds. There are no judges. <laughs> so there's not going to be a winner, I guess, technically, quote-unquote. But okay, the so ref can... Got all, just got to knock him out, basically. I mean, like, so, like, the ref... So, like, knockdown... Like, so, like, uh, knockdowns and knockouts are allowed. And, like, the ref can stop the fight if he needs to. I mean, that's normal. No, that's isn't that the same thing. I'm not a boxing mommy, but isn't that usually in? Boxing I guess, anyway? but like, like they're not keeping they're not keeping score. So like, 
normally like you'll have like you'll norm- like normally you'll have judges and like there's like actually like a score like like a score in Italian. Man, that's stupid as hell. Ain't nobody trying to watch that. You know, I support everything that's black, even Floyd's illiterate ass. So Floyd for the win. Say that nigga can't read, but he can count. And he sure know how to count his money. So. So I don't, and I don't even think it's gonna go to full eight rounds. Um, I think I always I told you guys I feel like it might go to like four or five. I think it'd be four. Like I think it'd be four max. Like I, Floyd. Floyd no, has like gears wild. Like, it might go to like two. My whole thing is like number one. Floyd is. Um, Floyd has been like you know like Floyd has like number one. Floyd has twenty years of experience. So like that's number one. That guy has twenty years of experience. I think the only other fight that Logan Paul has had was with another YouTuber. I think his name was like KSI or something. And I'm not. I can't even remember. Um, if he if he uh won it or not yeah, i can't remember um but like uh that was like the only other fight that he the only other fight that he has like i kind of feel like this is below floyd but i also understand you know like money is money so like if i'm going to get a bag you know doing like doing something that i can do in my fucking sleep then like yeah like i'm gonna do it because ultimately there's nothing here at risk i mean i mean is he low on money though like or he just wants more of it like is that the reason I don't think he's. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's low. I don't think he's low on money. Like I don't think niggas necessarily have to be low on money, like to do money grabs. Like it's just greed. Like I want more money. Greed is one of the seven deadly sins. And it no. might be the reason why Logan Paul glove hit him on his chin. <laughs> how much money? You, how much money is he making? I know he's making a, a like a decent bag. I'm not sure. Like I know, like it's like some, like it's like a, uh, it's like a, like a crazy amount. I let Floyd knock me out for like. No, I don't think the I don't think the damage of CTE is worth it. So CTE, nigga. <laughs> I take that back, yo. I think one hit, I, I might. Yeah, no, nah, it's okay. And then I know it was hard to bet on too. Like since since there's not like any judges, like you can't really bet on it either. Like I don't think. Like, so it's literally just like a knockout. I mean, I feel like that's the only thing you could bet. I'm a bet just... five dollars that Logan knocks out Floyd. That nigga ain't. Catch you niggas in. I mean, like, in, does he in, have. In Bali. I mean, like. I, living life as a millionaire. He has a puncher's chance. I mean, like, anytime you get in a ring with somebody, like, there's a puncher's chance of, like, you winning. So, like, if you land, like, you know, like, if you land the hit that you need to hit. You want a box? No, fuck no. I'm you good. Know, you know better. No, I brain damage is irreparable. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I barely, like, have. A functioning brain now, so the last thing I need. If you ain't got the hands, just say that. I don't got the hands. Okay, that's all easy. fucking easy. Damn, like fight back. You really can't fight? Can you fight? I can't fight a fucking professional trained boxer. Like, what do you mean? It's it's levels the hands, man. Like, it's it's level the hands. You can block them though. So I think you might break like your your forearm or something. I'm saying like I'm just standing there like they just want to like call off the fight like I'm just sitting here like fucking turtle and like nigga like you're not throwing a punch like this shit is done. I would just fake pass out and hope he don't hit me anymore and the ref calls the end of the fight and that's boom you you got you just got paid just there. No, I'm good. I'm not. I'm not going out like that. Okay. Like if I had to step in the ring like I'm a, I'm gonna throw punches like I'm just not going out like a bitch. I just don't expect to win. Like there's hands and then there's Floyd hands. Like I don't, I don't have Floyd hands. I don't know why this is making me think of that Dave Chappelle skit Friday night sissy fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I 
I'm so sorry. This is, <laughs> this is random as hell, yo. And then they were just trying to throw hands. Ah. Oh, man. Nigga, what a time. What a fucking time. Yes. And let me not drift but yeah, off track. So I guess we're both in agreement that. uh. Oh, hell yeah. He, he being that ass. So I guess like since you can't really put it like on any sport sports books, I guess like because there was one theory I had about him purposely throwing a fight, mm-hmm. placing a bet on Logan, like it's like an obscene bet like on Logan and cashing out like in both places. But I guess since technically there's like no way to really like bet on it, like besides like a knockdown or like a knockout, I guess like that's like might, might be like the only thing like you might be able to put. On but you also board. said like his ego won't let him do that. Yeah, that's true. I don't think his you ego don't tell me the do. first. Quote, whether it's in the books or not, the first loss you took was to a white man that can barely box? I don't think so. Yeah, he not letting that shit happen. I don't, like, and I... Like, just how this shit, like, actually, like, gets set up is, like, beyond me. Like, one, like, where is the interest coming from? Two, where is the funding coming from? And three, like, who in their fucking mind, like, actually thinks, like, like Logan, like, is going to win? I don't know. It's like the fact that I don't know, and I don't know because I don't think I don't even think Logan has. And I, I keep telling you, I I confuse them. The other brother, one of them did that suicide video in the forest. They both the same to me. I don't. I don't know where he got the following. I don't think he even. I don't even think his following even believes that he has a chance of winning that fight. I don't think so either. Like I don't think any like I like I don't think anybody in their right mind think he think he uh, thinks. And it's he has not a like outside is really open. Like we, even when the fight got announced, outside wasn't really open like that. So I don't know where the money's coming from. Like you know when we when there were big fights, they generate that money off of ticket sales and pay per view. Like mm-hmm. it's not. This is not. A, this is not even that big of a fight. Like nobody cares. Yeah, I don't care. That's why we we we, we literally don't care. I think the only reason why we care a little bit now is because we made it a topic today yeah, and i mean to be honest i'll probably just catch that like i probably won't even watch it i'll probably just catch the highlights yeah someone make a tiktok of um the highlights and just send it to me so i, I can, that way i can have a gist as to what um transpired because i'm not that invested nor do i care enough to find a link and i'm not probably i'm not paying 50 dollars for that i've never paid for pay-per-view yeah i'm not going to a bar to see either so no nobody like it I don't know. You gotta be a sick individual to go to the bar to watch Floyd fight <laughs> Logan Paul. <laughs> I mean, it's free. Like all you gotta do is like probably order one drink. Yeah, but like even free is too much. That's true. <laughs> even it should be free is too how, much. That's how so. That's how little invested we are in this, and we usually are invested a lot in shit, but we don't care. This shit is like a logic album. Like nobody asks for this. That's fucked up. He began. Yo, I'm my bad logic. I know you probably not listening to this either, but he be catching hella straights for no reason, yo. Hey. <laughs> it's not. You know, I didn't even know he has albums. This is no. Hold up. This is not to be rude. And I just said we not. <laughs> like, I thought he had like, like one to two singles, and he usually has like you know the, you know black. Yo, you talking singles. about me being Slater? But no, I, I honestly like he don't. I just thought he came out every once in a while with like a Black Lives Matter song, and he like performed on like MTV, BET. I did not know he had like. No, all jokes aside, he does actually have like if like I actually do like I think Under Pressure It's actually like like a uh, like two of his albums like I actually like. I don't think I'm that invested to even try to listen to one of them. No, like he 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 got a few he got a few jokes. But thank you for listening on that on his behalf for the both of us. 
Shout out to you, man. You see me? I can't get enough of biracial, biracial, biracial. <laughs> She's biracial. Yo, Sean Fury has to get him on a remix. No. Yes. No. You know what's hilarious? Like, we can get back on, on track. But just the fact that <laughs> I was watching Sean Fury, like, like six or seven. Is that song that he has? <laughs> no. <laughs> no okay. Sean Fury has a catalog. Sean Fury the, the God. That, that's the only song that I like have heard. No. Or listened to. No, I got it. And it wasn't even on it wasn't even willingly. It's every like I think the first time I heard of it was like someone tweeted like No, I'm about to make a Sean Fury playlist and advertise it. <laughs> I can't speak. It's okay. No, it's it's fine. We we don't need that. Do you hear what I'm saying? No. We can just I that's the only song that I like. So even if the you buy my video. rhymes, I'll cut you with my knife. Maybe I listen to another if song. If you buy my rhymes, I'll cut you with my knife. We're going back on track. Please I, I don't even know what the next topic is. What is the next topic? I don't give a I damn. I think we were talking about... Oh, big, oh, he got a ladies of color. We just... I'm trying to... Like I want to talk a little something about the... Carter's voice out. And here, you know, here tall girls. He, here, you know, the big women. You know, full you figure. Pleasingly plump. You know, well-rounded. If I tell you know, all those cliches that come with them. Because they never get there just to. Big girls loving you always. And big girls you know what? Make it the outro. You my way so we can get back on track. Please. Anywho, I believe the next topic. I'm not paying any mind to Carter right now. So I believe the next topic was. There was a discussion. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. This is exactly why I'm. I'm gonna be better prepared next time, guys. But what was it? What was it? Step aside. What was the discussion about the Bumble lady? Oh, so on the topic of dating, I guess. Yeah. So this would be. Yeah. So on the topic of dating, um, I was scrolling through what the kids called the Twitter, um, yeah, and on my timeline, I don't even really be on it like that. Ah, shut up. <laughs> So there was a post. I'm not sure who the young lady is, but she decided to post her exchange with a gentleman on Bumble. The exchange went as followed. The young man asked him, or you know, asked her, "What are you doing tonight?" She said, "What I plan to do." <laughs> okay, like that's like a little bit much. So then he goes, "Oh well, do you want a hand tonight?" She goes, no. He then asks her, are you a feminist or something? <laughs> Which was completely uncalled for. Okay, so it was uncalled for, but, like, she wasn't even giving him anything back. Like, okay. To be fair. You know, I don't even like siding with men because men are hell. But, bro, like, he's just, even you didn't even, even if you didn't want to, even if, even if you didn't want to get too in-depth about what you were doing. So it probably just said, look. I have a few plans, or I'm busy, or I'm doing a lot, like something, but like what I plan to do. It probably like it, the fuck. It also probably didn't help that um, I say it probably also like didn't help that she didn't she didn't like she didn't because like it, like it's easy to take it out of context, right? Because we didn't see the whole thing. So it's very possible that she might have 
told him what she was doing prior. But, yeah, like, yeah. all you did, but, like, you kind of just, like, ran to Twitter to kind of, like, blast him and, like, make him look lame. And in the process, you kind of made yourself look like that. What's crazy is that even I feel like by her cutting into that particular part of the conversation, I'm pretty sure in the beginning of the combo was a lot worse. Like, you know. But you could have just easily told him, I got stuff, I got a few things planned or... You know, I'm busy tonight. I got a lot of things to do. Why? What's up? But I feel like in... I feel as though this is what makes Dayton horrible. It's just like two people are not necessarily scared of getting played, but I kind of feel both parties or both genders, you know, try to be as nonchalant or try to beat the person, try to beat the other person to the punch of like playing them so like they don't get played. But y'all both like end up playing yourselves like in reality. And it's kind of just... You could have just simply said, hey, I just got stuff to do. You know, like, I have stuff to do tonight because I understand women's attitudes towards men. Like, there's a lot of fuck shit that men do. I was a man that did fuck shit. So I understand women's attitudes towards men. I like it's accountability. Like, I'm not going to sit up and say it's like it's it's un, like their attitudes are unwarranted. Like, it's very, 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 very warranted. Um, but like in this instance, homeboy was just like simply asking you a question. Like, that's all he was asking. He was like, what are you doing tonight? And that happened. And then she posted another interaction between her and somebody else on a dating site. Uh, the guy's asking her, is just saying, hey, um, if you're interested, or if you're still interested, I'd like to take you out. Uh, you know, like, you know, if you're still interested, would you want to go on a date? And she said she only goes on dates with people that ask her um, to go on dates. So, to me, when I read it, he was just saying, like, hey, like, I'm trying to give you, you know, I'm just saying, like, hey, like, if you're still interested. So, to me, that kind of signaled, like, maybe, like, there was, like, a, a lapse in communication or, like, maybe, like, they had stopped talking for, this like, dumb. Come I'm so sorry. Like, this not making no fucking sense to me. Like, if you're interested, I was wondering, wait, what? so, what did he say? If you're interested, it, would you still like to go out on a date? Yeah, like, something, like, along the so, lines. That's the crazy part. He loses regardless. I only ask people who I only go on dates with people who ask me. Okay, what if he had said, "Okay, would you like to go on a date?" I'm not interested, my nigga. He's asking you though, so it's like it's a loot. Like I'm not understanding this. Like date, there's nothing wrong. Okay, I take my hell yeah back only because it's a dating app. You've already made the conscious decision to put yourself out there, whether it's a date, whether it's to fuck, whatever the fuck you're interested in. You've already made that effort to put yourself out there. Don't swipe on someone. You know, I'm not really familiar with these apps, but like, don't. Well, Bumble, like Bumble, you have to like. So Bumble, you. She has to initiate it. You said so. Bumble, you have to initiate the conversation. So it's the same thing. We both swipe right, but the men don't initiate the conversations. The women initiate. So you literally initiate a conversation just to turn down men. Like, is it like a boost to your ego or something? I'm not understanding like the whole reasoning. And yes, dating is hard. Put, it like, is. I'm glad I don't have to do it anymore. If this shit doesn't work, I'm just not doing it. I told you. Look. It's my last one. This is it. I'm relationshiped out. This is it. Next relationship is the last one. And if that don't work out, I'm going to just be a hoe. If this shit don't work, all I got is dick and advice. I respect it. Not good dick, just like just like regular dick and advice. I, I be telling people all the time, I'm like, look, I don't even like gas my vagina up. It's some mid. Like, if it's good to you, then great. If you think it's bad, hey. No, my I dick don't game. Care. Like, 
you know, my my dick game is like Marcus Smart on the court. You know, some nights, you know, that nigga go off. I don't even know what to say that. <laughs> like my, you know, but most times, you know, you just he's gonna get you know like a, a solid role player. It's like I got like okay coochie, I think. Some niggas come back, some don't. That's it. That's all. That's all I got. Like. Wow, we should be brave and do a poll. What would the poll be? People who slept with us, what would you rate? I would not do that. No, 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 no. I would never do a poll like that because um, I don't really think I would like my feelings hurt. Like, I don't I don't think I want to set myself up a failure. Oh, I'm the self-loathing guy, so, you know. I don't need someone to be like, if I, if I thought I really, like, gave you some A1 and you were just like, eh, it was like a four. Like, no, I don't think I want to hear that. Said no, it was an A one. It was regular steak sauce. So I mean, like, didn't we have a um, episode where we asked um, Redacted at the time? Well, before Redacted became your girlfriend, um, what would they rate us on a scale of zero to ten? I think you did. Yeah. Yes, and this nigga rated me at eight point six. Like I'm not a nine point nine. Nigga, nigga, that's still a B plus. Huh? Still a B plus. No, I'm an A. A plus at best on a good day. But well, I'm at least an A. Fuck is an eight point six, nigga. The fuck? You know what? I don't even want to talk about this no more. Like, I feel myself getting mad and getting all over. Right. All over uh, you know what? You y'all know I'm yeah. But segue into our pop the top segment to stay on the realm of dating. Because we said our next relationship will be our last in regards to relationships. If you're a significant other's family member, you know, mom, dad, both, um, doesn't like you, is that like a red flag or is that a deal breaker for you? It's not a deal breaker and I don't believe it's a red flag because you're not dating the family. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you know, you're dating that person and you can't force people to like you. Um, and I feel as though that, you know, parents, like they pick and choose, they have their favorites and certain parents may be stuck on certain past relationships just like oh like you know like i really like this person so like whomever you bring i'm not really gonna rock with them like that because i you know like you had the girl you know that i liked or girl like you know whatever it is like girl band like whatever um you know that you had that i liked and they're kind of stuck on that person so like there's like a there's like a bias so like when you bring somebody new around they're kind of like mm, like it's not that person so like there's like a bias to it um but for me, like, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. Um, I don't care. Like, I don't care who likes me or who doesn't. And it's not, like, it's not that I don't want to be liked or I wouldn't prefer that family to like me. Mm-hmm. So that's not the case. It's just, it's kind of just, I'm just a realist. So, like, I understand, like, people aren't going to like me. Like, I would prefer for your friends and family to like me. I would prefer for all of us to get along and stuff be copacetic. But I'm also aware that your parents are people, your family are people, your friends are people, and just people just don't like people sometimes. And it doesn't necessarily even have to be animosity. It's just I just don't care for that person. Like, there's no bad blood. There's no beef. I just particularly don't care for you. So, I'm not going to be the person that tries to bend over backwards, like, to win you over. Like, that's just something, like, I'm not going to do. Like, sorry, like, 
I'll try to extend the olive branch. I'll try to extend uh, niceties. You know, I'll try to make the situation as smooth as possible. But, you know, if you're not, you know, going to take the olive branch or, you know, take my hand, then. I want to expand on what you said about the family members, like kind of like liking certain exes. Here's my thing with that. You kind of, in some situations, not all, um, your mother, father, siblings, or whatever, they may only know one side of that person because that's the side that, you know, they've clearly shown. However, in those certain relationships, like, they don't know, like, every, I mean, like, unless you were the person who fucked up or cheated or whatever the case may be, that's different. But, like, there are, in certain relationships where one person presents himself as something, but behind closed doors, they're, like, verbally abusing you or this, now and the third. So, yeah, sometimes, I mean, some people also aren't comfortable or open with their parents to even talk about, like, you know, hey, like, you, like, adore this guy, but in reality, he was literally treating me like shit when you weren't around. So that's always been my thing. Like, my mom don't like anybody anyway, so I, it's not a deal breaker for me in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope it's not a deal breaker for my significant other that my mom wouldn't like him because she don't like nobody. I told you, if my mom likes somebody, it's a red flag. That just means I have to leave you. She don't like no one. Like, no one at all. She don't even like me sometimes. So that just, not. Nah, I would not. And I don't feel like it's a necessity, like, for the relationship to be successful. Like, I don't even think it's a necessity for... I don't know. I feel like, depending on how close you are with your parent, like, I think... Like, let's say... You're super close with your mom and dad, like super, super close. Mm-hmm. Are you super close with your yes, mom? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. But let's say like their opinion, like some people can be close to their parents and their opinions don't really matter while other people can um, be close to their parents and their opinions matter significantly. Say, my mom is only like two of the women I've dated. Like that, that hasn't stopped me. She's like, oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, yeah, but like you don't really take your parents like opinions into consideration. You're just going to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, I don't, I don't take anybody's opinions into consideration. I mean, your mom be kind of be right sometimes, though. I mean, like, yeah, sometimes, like, for the most part. You don't I take anyone's kinda... opinions into consideration? No, so what I'll do is I'll ask for people's opinions and advice. It doesn't mean I'm going to follow it. It just means, ultimately, like, I just wanted another perspective. Like, I'm still probably going to do what I wanted to do, like, anyway. But, like, I just also, like, have an other, like, input. I mean, I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not going to say like me and my mom are super close, but we're not also super distant. Um, we've had like our falling outs in the past, or whatever. So we're kind of cool, whatever. My mom's opinion doesn't matter. And opinions. Wow. A bitch just lost her train of thought. Opinion, nigga. Let me circle back to that. That's why I don't like asking you for advice because I want you to tell me what to do, Carter. And you never tell me what to do. I like Carter. You think I should do this? Well, you're going to do whatever you want to do. That's not what I asked you, though. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to attack you like that. We're talking about relationships. But no, like, but the, the reason... But you to tell me what to do. I can't, well, I, I can't tell you what to do. Well, and then I also hate you with, what would you do if you were in my position? You also don't answer that question. So I'd be trying to flip it to see what you would do so I could see, all right, if he would do that, then maybe that's something that I would do, and that never turns out to be the case. Well, because my fear is if I tell you what I would do... You're just going to do what I would do. That's why I'm asking you. What I should, what you think I should do? Nigga, you need to figure <laughs> that out for yourself. <laughs> I'll be like, okay. 
But like in regards to the topic, um I think like if he has a really close relationship with his mother and his mother doesn't like me, then like I it's I'm going to kind of feel away a little bit. And granted, I don't really care about if people like me or don't like me. I mean like I'm aware that there are people who like me right now who don't like me right now and I can honestly give two fucks. However, like I don't know, like if you're close to your parents and your parents like don't like me or they feel away towards me, then it's gonna be a little bit uncomfortable for me. No, and like and I can see it being uncomfortable. And it's like ideally my whole thing is like ideally, like I would love for like I would love like like when I say I don't care, it's not that I don't want those people to like me because mm-hmm. they're important to you. So, like, I do want them to like me. But I also understand, like, people just aren't going, like, people just aren't going to like you. It doesn't even mean, like, you're a bad person or you're doing something to make you, like, to make yourself unlikable. It's just people just may not fuck with you and people just, like, may not like you. Like, you can't force somebody to like you. You just can't. I mean, that's true. And then I, it's, it's Which is like, why I kind of feel like the friends and family liking your significant other is like a moot point because if this person is if, if this person is good to you, the situation is healthy, the environment is healthy, and like all those things like check out and are positive. I mean, like at that point, whether or not, you know, uh, my family like like likes him or dislikes him. Like I don't care. Like the environment is, that environment and situation is good for me. You know, like it's not about them. Like it's about me. Like if that environment and situation is good for me, I'm not going to leave it because you don't care for that person. And that's see that the thing with friends, right? At the end of the day, whether they like like whether they like you or don't like you like it's whatever i think the problem also comes into play is when you tell friends what goes on in your relationship and granted like things may not be perfect or you kind of want like an outside opinion or whatever mm-hmm. um and a friend will tell you yeah girl you should leave him or you're like yeah carter like she's totally like not the girl well that's you. why you have to be careful that's why you like you have to be careful because, because then you'll all, forgive they- like you like i'll forgive that like you'll forgive that person mm-hmm. but your family members like your family's in front like your family and friends may not forgive that person and they'll hold that grudge oh most definitely i think this happened to me <laughs> this happened to me in the past before like i i i believe the main person's opinion that i mainly do care about in regards to my family would be my brother um that matters. And I mean, like, like, he understands that I'm going to do whatever I want to do regardless of the situation, mm-hmm. whether he likes them or doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. But, like, his opinion, like, does matter. Like, he's sure. very mature for his age, by right. the way. But, like, I, I take his opinion into consideration. So I was dating someone and, like, he was there to see, like, everything, like, the fallouts, the fights, etc. And we broke up and then I took him back. And I kid you not, like, I think to this day he still doesn't fuck with him, like. Because he's like, why would you, like, want to be with someone who did this, that, and the third? Or, like, you've told me certain things that have happened. Mm-hmm. You go running back. And I'm just like, well, like, it's my decision. And he kind of wasn't really, like, on board with that. Which is why, when in regards to friends, I don't share everything. Like, even with my brother to this day, like, I don't tell him every single thing. Because if I'm going to share bad things, like... 
especially at our low moments, I have to share the high moments too. So that and that's what I was getting ready to say. I kind of feel, and that's something like I had to learn too. I, I kind of feel that just as people, we're we're more likely to run or we're more likely to tell our friends and family about the bad that somebody did mm-hmm. versus like the good. So like, if you are going to talk to your friends and family about your significant other, like you have to make sure you're telling both the good and the bad, because if I run and, and tell bad. you all the bad, but I know, I mean like, I guess what people assume is like, if everything's going good, like there's nothing really to share. Like, okay, we're in a good space. But then when something bad happens, I run and tell all the bad stuff. And it's like, damn, like, I have not heard anything good about this man. Like he definitely isn't someone that she should be with. Because somebody, That's always going right? To be and then problem. people, right? And then people are cultivating this image in their head of you, which may not be accurate, just because they have all the negatives. Because at some point in time, like everybody fucks up. So at some point in time, like you're going to do something to piss me off. You're going to do something like I don't like. Like mm-hmm. that's just with anything. So like. There, like those moments are like going to those moments are going to happen, but like they're you inevitable. also have to share. They're inevitable. Like you also have to share the good moments that are also like ine- inevitable. He did this or she did that. Like you have to make sure like there's you're telling balance. both. Th- like there's a balance and you're telling both things, so people just don't form because people don't you know people don't know the inner workings of your relationship, right? They're not there all the time. Mm-hmm. I only know what you tell me. So if I'm consistently only hearing bad things about this person, I'm going to think this person is a piece of shit, and that could be the furthest thing from it. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be like um, the bad things don't even necessarily have to be like oh you know like this person cheated or this person you know. Or it could be certain things that they said or like- yeah, like certain things that they said or certain things that they did that pissed you off. Like it could have been something like he continually like I don't know like for like like uh something like I don't know like he left a toilet seat up or um. You know, and you know people like be stretching the story, be like, "Oh, he felt the toilet seat up so many times, and then fell in the toilet like six times." In the same way, they're like, "Oh, damn, bro, like he dirty, like that's really fucked up." Yeah, or like they she have that kind of image in their head, right? Or like, uh, out like something as stupid as, "Oh, like you know, like she'll take all the blankets, like when we're sleeping. just like stupid shit." So like, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like the world's worst thing, but if all you're saying is those bad things. Then like I'm gonna just have this image of you like you're dirty like yourself like I'm just going to have like that image I'm not going to have the full picture I'm not going to have like the full picture of when you do put this holy seat down or you know you surprising her on her birthday or not just her birth like not just like a birthday like you you know doing uh, random surprises or like random sweet gestures mm-hmm. I'm not getting that like I'm not seeing any of that. Because you're not telling, number one, you're not telling me, and two, like, I'm not in a relationship with you. And what's crazy is that, and I feel like that's something that we all should kind of break away from. Not saying that everyone does it, but I do believe, like, most of us do. We gravitate to negativity quicker than we do when it comes in regards to positivity. Like, for instance, especially celebrities tend to do this often. They won't reply to the good shit. Of the good shit or the positive comments, but. The second someone says something negative, they're quick to run out and say, oh, like, they're quick to try to defend themselves, defend themselves to said negative comment or reply or hash out or slander whoever said this nine and a third. And I think that also goes hand in hand in relationships as well. Like, we're quick to run and ask for advice when it comes to bad stuff. And like compared to us either asking for advice for good gestures we could do for someone or sharing good news or just even like the simple things like granted i don't think people 
don't really ask you like what good things are happening but like if you guys are talking about your relationship i mean like we do check-ins or whatever so if i was to ask you like oh how are you and may you could tell me oh may this this nice gesture for me and stuff like that i was like oh that's really sweet that's nice but, but like a lot i even of people are quick to share the negative moments before sharing the positive ones so like and that's like, something that we should kind of break right of. and like for like for the, like this relationship like when me like when like we aren't seeing eye to eye like one thing like i'm not doing is i'm not getting outside parties involved so like whatever is going on between me and her like it's going to stay between me and you like we'll figure it out like i'm not going to go out and you know like um say anything. It's like if somebody's asking me like how stuff is going, like I'm going to say fine. Like whatever we're going through, like it's just between me. Like and that's something like I was at fault at. Like in prior relationships, like venting, like like with venting because like you have to like you have to be careful because like once again, I'm not trying to cultivate a bad like image like of this person. So like I think for me, I found that. You know, like we're going to resolve this. Like, I'm not going to run tell like whomever or like we beef in this, that, and they're like, I'm just not going to do that. Like, if somebody asks like how we're doing, you know, I'll say fine or like I'm just not going to go into detail like what's happening. Like, it's like I've seen it go. Like, I've seen things like go left or just like people be swayed, like swayed or swayed or swayed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely one thing that I have been applying. And this relationship is just when we're not seeing eye to eye, like I'm not, you know, going to run and bitch and complain, you know, to somebody about it. Like you it's just, just fix we're gonna it keep amongst it. yourselves. We're gonna yeah, like keep it like keep it in house. Like whatever, like we're not seeing eye to eye, like I'm not gonna run and like tell the world. I respect that. That's something I, I also need to work on. Cause you know I'm quick to run to you when it comes to like anything bad that happens. Because, like friends and family that's the thing, like friends and family will hold a grudge, but like you won't. So, like, you can forgive that person, but, like, then if I don't forgive that person, then, like, it just makes it an awkward situation. So, like, you definitely, and that's not saying, like, you shouldn't, like, talk to people. Because, like, if you need to vent, you need to vent. But um, there also has to be a balance. So, just like we were saying, you know, it has to be the good and the bad. You can't just, when it's bad, you just want to, oh, this nigga, this bitch, that. Like, you just, like, it can't be like that. Like, it has to be a balance. Like, let me tell you what this bitch did, I'm like Carter. She she got me some hot pink Nike shirts. How was fuck? Like it, like it has to be like that. Like it can't just be, oh she's doing it. Like no, like she's surprised. Like you have to tell. Like the you gotta share entire, more of the good yeah. and less of the bad, basically. Yeah. That way, you know, the opinions of others. I mean, like I, I mean, I I feel like sometimes it matters a little bit to me. I, I mean, but like I like. But I feel like I'm like 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 I do really well with parents, so it it would it would, it's not like a deal breaker or a red flag for me. It's just it'll make me feel. You can I don't be know that like, something is like. No, you could be as like wrong with me, like or maybe no. maybe something has always been wrong with me, and this is probably the first parent that kind of like pointed out. I no, over or, I'm clearly overthinking like the scenario, but or, like or just hear me out, or as likable as you are there are still going to be people that don't like you. I mean, true, but, like, why would it be a parent? Like, do you see the material? Because parents are people. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, a parent is still a person. I mean, true, but, like, I don't know. It just will make me feel weird. No, I mean, like, my whole thing is, like, ideally, like, what I want every, like, yes, like, ideally, like, yeah, like, it's not like I'm walking into, like, I want to walk in a family function and be like, oh, like, where's the static? Like, where's the beef? Like, no, like, ideally, like, I would love to get along, like, with, the family members and the friends 
Like, I want to. It's not like I'm just like, oh, just fuck everybody. You know, like, I want to. But I'm also realistic, and I'm also aware that, hey, like, their cousin Vinny may not like me, or this friend may not like me. Like, it may just be, like, individual people. Like, it may not be the family as a whole. It just might be, like, one person that doesn't feel me, and it's just kind of, all right, all right. Like, you know, you don't have to feel me. Like, we can be respectful. We can be cordial. I'm going to treat your friend like your friend slash, you know, cousin or wherever she is to you like well like i'm gonna you know like treat her well like you not liking me isn't gonna like sway how i treat this person true this shit is just in my eyes this shit is just irrelevant you want to expound on it anymore or no i mean it's just this is what it is like i'm not like i don't view myself as like necessarily like a likable person i am i'm that bitch so if you don't feel like i'm that bitch then i'm gonna feel fucking <laughs> no like i'm used to like i'm used to people that like me so like it doesn't make a difference to me i mean it happens no i mean like i could be a dick i could be an ass like there's like a lot of things under the sun that i can be so like people not liking me like i, I would say it's justified like it's not unjustified okay, <clears throat> so before we hop into your shameless plug because i don't have one this week I'm dropping the ball. And not the ball she wanted to see drop. Mm-mm-mm. Anywho. This is weird. Weird segue to start it off with balls. But, um, so we had a question. So remember, guys, like, was it the last episode? I feel like we, 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 we started this segment, like, on episode 14 or 15. This is episode 17. Meet the meet. Some type of episodes, number of episodes ago, we um, started this whole, like, question section that you guys could ask us questions or whatever. Um, a few of y'all asked us. I think we we answered the first one. Yeah, we did. When It was we, Tasha's question. She asked if uh, I would help you out of body. Yes. Um, I believe I don't. I want to say. Yes. Jazzy asked um us this a couple weeks ago how did we meet you know since we live so far apart from one another because i live in jersey and you live in pennsylvania i'm gonna answer it because cars Wait, get away. Answer it? no i'm gonna answer it first so it was a warm summer day you no know, i mean it was a, it was a warm summer day no what had happened was right mm-hmm. That's how you know somebody lying. Nah, like, it's not because I'm lying. When you start your story, like, every, you see what happened was. Every, like, holiday, well, the major holidays, I'm talking about, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, I usually send a text out, right? Like, oh, my God, thank you. I'm so thankful for having you in my life. It's not a therapy. Really heartfelt, trying to make niggas cry, whatever. You do it from Rosh Hashanah? Mm, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's for the, the Jewish people? Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not Jewish. So, you have something against the, the Jewish people? Don't do that. Here? Not during the, the climate that we're in right now. We, well, they're in right now. No, we're not doing that. Anywho, I think it was a Thanksgiving text I sent Carter, or was it Christmas? It had to be one of the two. I don't think it was New Year's Day. Yeah, so I was just like, you know, thankful for having you in my life. This is not the third, whatever, Roma she. And what did you say, Carter? I don't remember. Carter said if it wasn't for you showing your titties, we would never... If it wasn't for me showing a specific person my titties, we would never have been friends. Stand by that statement. 
I mean, it's true. That's how we met. I showed. I, I showed his friend. I don't. I didn't show him my titties. Like he he eventually saw them down the line. I didn't mean you showed them off rip, but I mean like you showed them to him. It could have been a nicer way for you to say that, but yeah. So that's my. That's the real story. It's how we met. We met through a mutual friend. You're like, what kind of student are you? I'm a D student. No, you we're not. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you want to you show your disrespectful version of it? Or are we going to keep it at that and go into Shameless Plugs? No, yeah. So she came to the hip hop talking all that shit. So there I was on the worst time of day, minding my business. And there's a knock on my door. I'm like, oh, who could that be? Go to the door and answer it. Like, what up, homie? Redacted. And then behind him was this short Haitian woman with a scowl on her face. Like, I don't fuck with niggas. Like, why he got me here? Like, you know, like, you see the material, nigga? Like, I Okay, first of all. <laughs> like, you just going to have me? You just going to be dragging me, like, around? That like, is a... I didn't, I didn't scowl at you. I told you, you were scowling at so me. She kind of, so she came in, and I was like... Hey, Redacted. And I was like, hey, you know, my name is Brian. So nice to meet you. I heard so much about you. And she just said, she was like, mm, like whatever. You a liar. <laughs> that is not how it went. Because So she just, like, she just came down and she just sat down. Like, she just owned the place. I was like, wow, like, this is, you know, this is crazy. You know, I don't know, like, if, you know, like, she felt like I was encroaching on her territory. Like, I, I'm not sure what it was. You know, Nigga, dead ass? Be, you really gonna lie to the people, to all seven people out I'm there trying, like that? I'm trying to be a hospitable host. You know, like, yeah, like, you need, like, you want any water? You know damn well that's not you how it happened. Anything, you want anything to drink? She was like, I guess I'll take water. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, don't do was that. like, whoa, like, what, like, you know, like, what's up? Like, what's what's going on? Like, I don't understand the, I don't understand the, the beef. I was just, you, you know, gassing it. <laughs> No, that's not. First of all, you want to know how that story wasn't true? Is because I did not. I was not behind Redacted when I came in. He Redacted was already here. I pulled up to your house, and I mean, then you be, gave not. me a scowl. I was just like, "Hi, my name is Mimi," and then you just look at me like, "Oh my god, like who is this bitch?" The whole night, the whole night, you literally would give me dirty looks. The that's whole just how night. My, first of all, I would give dirty looks. Like, that's just the way my face looks. Nah, your face looks different now that we're friends. But before then, you literally gave me dirty looks the whole night. Bro, I, I just had... I was the, afraid to ask where the bathroom was. I was afraid to ask where the water man, was. I didn't even tell you. Like, she took a dookie, like, her first... That's career. a damn... You know my rule. I don't poop, I don't do poop a, in people's houses. Do a courtesy flush or, like, a, a spray. You know what? She was like, I'm gonna let that... Y'all dead ass gonna listen to Carter. Like... Let that marinate in a... Marinate a, in a towel. No, you know you lying because, you know, I don't poop in people's houses. I don't feel comfortable. I would rather hold it in and give myself. No, you was meat to meat with the toilet. I was not meat to meat. You nigga, go to hell, yo. <laughs> Anyways, let are gonna hop into shameless plugs. I don't even want to do. I don't. You know what? If you guys want to ask any other questions, don't ask us any questions about like our interactions because I don't need. Why? If y'all went the truth. I don't want to hear the slander and the libel that's coming yo, out of Carter's mouth. Get... <laughs> that's so, all I'm saying. Wait, so only two people like a total of like for like all these weeks, only two people. Like, but we've only been doing it for. I believe only two episodes, and then we literally took like three weeks off That's by true. accident because we, we've been deleting stuff. Did we get? Did we get any more? No, because I haven't posted it since the last episode. Oh, I should probably be consistent on that. Consistency she, is what we're working on. She was so. made to me with the toilet. 
No. Um, I'll show you what. With someone. <laughs> Never mind. You can give your shameless plug because I don't have one. My shameless plug. My shameless plug is Kitty on top. 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 No. Um. Oh, I was gonna play a whole. <laughs> no. So all jokes aside, uh, my shameless plug this week is my homie, uh, Kabila. She is a licensed mobile bartender and live business consultant. Uh, the name of her business is Kitty on Top Bartending Services. Um, I've actually had the pleasure to have. Uh, or actually have like some of her cocktails so my homie Dre was having a Halloween party uh, she was there she was putting some stuff together it was it was really good it was like uh, it was really good tasty legit get you fucked up might even fight a nigga too mm-mm bitch you you can uh follow uh them on instagram at kitty oh, underscore nice. on underscore top underscore bartending and there's also a website that you can reach them at uh kitty on top bartending.com um there i believe i'm not mistaken uh you can if you have any any inquiries uh you can contact them and also book them um i plan on booking them at some time this point this summer i went to have a cookout um, at some point, I will probably only invite like ten people. The fine malt cookout. The fine malt cookout <laughs> with all three listeners. <laughs> That's not funny. I feel like we keep downplaying ourselves. We, no, we have seven now. So we, we have seven now. Me, you, and May are the three, and then we have four listeners actually. So we're on the up and up. You feel me? Yeah, niggas need to go meet to meet on uh, Spotify. And uh, Apple Music, and hit that play button. I just don't like like the term "meet to meet." Meet to meet. Anywho, um, oh. we're gonna end this episode off. Yo, with... the fact that y'all frat niggas was getting upset, but first of all, dogs was barking way before y'all niggas started barking. You're talking about the cues. And what? Yeah, like them niggas was upset. They eat air pussy. Like first of all, <laughs> you. I'm so serious. They be eating air pussy. Like, yeah. I don't. I've, I've never. I. I just don't. I don't want to disrespect me fried people. Like they were just like, oh, the, the Q ain't gonna like this. And niggas was just like, he not a Q. Like first of all, niggas was barking since a dog of time. Like nigga, dogs even, like dogs. Dmx rested, like, so he's been barking too. Like what are you gonna do? What the fuck are y'all? Y'all okay? I said I wasn't gonna disrespect the Q dogs, but no. I mean, like it's no disrespect to friends at all, but also. Get over yourself. True. Anyways, guys, this is my time to shine because I'm going to end this episode off with a great joke, okay? Brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, brother, this guy's good. <laughs> How you going to say it's thinking I even saw the joke off yet? Okay. So, a mushroom walks into a bar, right? And then when he sits at the bar, the bartender goes, "We don't. I'm sorry, we don't serve plants. And the mushroom goes, why? I'm a fun guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can just look. Carter is just holding back the laugh right now. That is a solid joke, by the way. One of my favorite jokes, too. What are they, vegetables or fruit? And what does that make? Ketchup. Oh, brother, (laughs) this guy stinks. (laughs) Oh, fuck you, y'all. 
Okay, wait. Did you want to hear my other mushroom joke? No, I don't. Yes, you do. Thank you for joining us. What do you call a room with no windows? Oh, damn. I already gave the joke away. Never mind. Okay. But yes, thank you for tuning in for this week. the first time. No, the first time I said it, it, I didn't say it was another mushroom joke. I just said, what do you call a room with no windows? And that's a mushroom. So thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> Whatever, y'all. I, you know what, guys? Every week I'm going to have a joke to share. So can't wait. I hope this doesn't kill our viewers, by the for way. For five cents a day, you can stop her from making jokes. I'll take. Where's Sarah McLaughlin? In your arms Anywho, I'm not really appreciating the disrespect. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fine Malt Liquor Podcast. And we will catch y'all next week. Remember. Don't stress, manifest, and you ran a corner for being blessed. I know that's right. I know that's right. Bye. All right, all right, Cardi M. That's definitely sweetie. Sawiti. Oh, she still make music? Yes. Oh, because they had that video of her. Uh, Please just <laughs> press the stop button. <laughs>